The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. We'd like to welcome you to another edition of Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 103.9 LI News Radio. And you can catch us out on that LI News Radio app. Take us wherever you go and stay plugged into what's happening in our schools across Long Island. Spotlight on Long Island Schools is brought to you by the Nassau Suffolk School Boards Association, serving Long Island school boards since 1959. This week in our spotlight, well, it's one of the larger districts on Long Island. And we're talking the Seachem Central School District which I am a proud alum of. And, you know, listen, I graduated in 1985, actually. So it's been a, it's been a little while since I've been walking the halls in Sachem, but we like to welcome them to Spotlight on Long Island Schools to talk about an initiative and a program that's going on there that helps with the well-being and the atmosphere in the school district uh, throughout their buildings. And we'd like to welcome the superintendent of schools, Dr. Christopher Pelletieri. Doc, how are you? And listen... Sachem is a big district, a lot of kids, never a dull moment in the big city. So talk to us about what we're going to be speaking with. And we have a student that we'll be highlighting today as well. Yes. Well, thank you first and foremost for having me on, uh, a student, uh, another one of our our principals as well. Uh, Really looking forward to this. Uh, Great to hear you are. uh, I didn't know that that you were an alum. And it is a big place, right, Bob? So Yeah. And listen, not only an alum, an alum of WSHR. So my radio roots, I got bit by the bug way back in the day. Yeah, I could tell with that intro, Bob, this is not the first time you've done this. It's fantastic. And I'm doing a radio show with the kids once a month. I go in and work with our kids that are in WHSR right now. Fantastic. Three young guys that are running that station pretty much over there at the high school and uh, the Arrow. And just really enjoy my time with them and those conversations we get to have. We're really blessed that we have that opportunity here in station to have our own radio station. Yeah. And that that radio station, I know we're getting a little off topic here, but that radio station has been in existence. If I if memory serves, I think they were first licensed in the late 60s and definitely in existence from like the 70s on for sure. Without a doubt, without a doubt. And the kids are doing sports broadcasting and talk shows, uh, holiday time around Christmas time. They did an all day event, teachers popping in, talking about traditions and students popping in, talking about traditions. So, yeah, it's a, it's a great, a great place and a, a great station. I know we're not here to talk about that. We're really here tonight to focus on what I like to call our culture of care. And it's not really, you know, people talk about, well, what program do you have or what initiative? It, it is a way of life, really, here in Sachem. It is what we do. It's our mantra. It's our reason for existing, really. It's, it's making sure that uh, kids know, parents know, everyone involved in Sachem know that we care about you and that we are here for you and that you have trusted adults in our building that you can go to with any issue or concern you have personally, at home, at school, whatever it is, we are here for you. We want to make sure our kids feel that, know that, and live that. And I think two of the people we have on with me tonight really epitomize that culture of care and, and that sense that we want all of our students to feel. And when our students go home and feel that culture of care, they bring it with them wherever they go, to their workplace, to their home with their parents, their little brothers and sisters live it as well. And Sachem, as you said, is it's the second largest district on Long Island. It's a big place. It's 12,000 students, 2,400 staff. And we want to spread this culture of care everywhere we go to everything we touch and make it better. And so I know that if we can grow it in Sachem, we can grow it across the county and across the island, across the state. Really something that's important to us. And it's a way of life. Truly. Yeah. And, and with a system as large as Sachem, 
a sachem it's 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 so easy that kids could get lost in the sauce so to speak right i mean you have the high achievers and and the stars and then you have those that struggle and and get a lot of attention because of the issues and it's the kids in the middle that sometimes you know so many so many adolescents are struggling today and they struggle in silence. They struggle out loud and a culture of care and atmosphere that you create an atmosphere in which they can turn to somebody, whether it be a peer, it could be some support worker in an office or, or security or whatever, but just creating that culture that it's a safe environment that, Hey, if you're having a tough day, there's somebody you could reach out to because all the statistics show if there's a connection that, they feel valued and safe. Some of those issues that kids are dealing with do not manifest into much larger issues that gets out of control. So hats off to Sachem for trying to create this culture. And, and I'm excited to learn more about it. And we want to welcome the Samoset Middle School principal. And I'm going to get this right, Dr. Georgia. Afkas Senyu. No, I didn't say uh, that. Close. Afkas Senyu. Right. But Dr. Afkas. A is what everybody calls Dr. Me. A is what we're going to stick with. And <laughs> before we got on the air, I was trying to rehearse that and I knew I was just going to mess it up. But Dr. A, welcome to the program. Ta talk to us about Samoset, right? Because Samoset, again, one of the middle schools in the Sachem Central School District. I know back in my day, it was Sachem South because of the configuration. We had 910 at Sachem South, now Samoset. It was Samoset, Sachem South, now back to Samoset. How many students in your building there? And, and talk to us about culture of care and how it's been rolled out and what are you seeing as far as impact? We have close to 900 students. We're short of the 900. We have a great diversity in our building, just uh, the same as throughout the, the whole district. So Dr. Pelletieri started this conversation on the culture of care. And what does that mean? We've had many discussions. How do you care for people? Well, you care for them, especially when we're talking about students, by making them feel not only valued, like you said, but like they belong. Every student that walks into our building has to feel how they be that they belong. How do you do that? Well, uh, you have to focus on their inherent dignity. And that's what we say. Every person who walks in our building, every student, no matter what they do, have to be treated with inherent dignity. You see, the difference between respect is earned, but dignity is inherent within every one of us. So if all of us, adults, students, everyone in that building know to look at each other and see the inherent humanity and dignity, then we are treating each other with the loving care that is necessary to create this, this culture. There's no better word, this culture of care. So how do we reach students? Well, we care about you. You belong here. And how do we do that? Well, we are very aware of the language that we use. Our language has to be inclusive because we're, we're, we're all different. We have to be aware of the backgrounds, what everybody, everybody brings into the building. We have to be aware of difference, uh, differences in our learning styles. We talk and practice differentiation instruction. And you see, we, we talk about these things, differentiated instruction, giving everybody what they need to be successful. But this doesn't just help individual students, it, it helps us all as a whole. And it's what some theories have called the curb effect. I don't know if you've ever heard about that. By taking the care of the needs of one group, you actually help the whole, the curb effect. 
when when our society started putting ramps to help people in wheelchairs, they helped all of us. Young mothers with strollers, right. people carrying, you know, so it's the same thing in, in our building. So we take care of everybody's needs and we are aware of what everybody needs in order to reach their their full potential. But in the process, we take care of everybody and it makes us all better. Um, I know I touched on so many things, now, but we can listen, go into all I, I love what you said, though, as far as inherent dignity and respect is something that is earned, but everybody's entitled to inherent dignity. And, and I think that is such a powerful statement, right? You you have a right to be treated in a dignified way. Respect is a little different. Again, respect is earned, right? You have to give it to earn it and everything else. But inherent dignity means we're going to have empathy for the lens that you bring to the table. And it's not just students, too, right? You're creating a culture of care among your staff, too, because there, there's great diversity amongst your staff. So it's a great mindset. And actually, by starting with the staff, it'll it'll go down to the students because once you see how it works with you, you can't help but turn it around and, and and give it to the students as well. Right. You have to model it from the top so that it becomes part of the system and, and exactly. it becomes part of the fabric of every day. Exactly. And I it's always have an expression, you know, you, you can't fake caring, right? You may be able to pretend for a little bit, but real sincere caring, you can't fake. And people will spot somebody in a heartbeat, especially kids. Kids will spot a poser who's pretending to care. But again, if it's not part of your language, it's not part of your nonverbal cues that you give off as far as creating that culture. It's so critically important and, again, has benefits that go well beyond the academics and discipline and everything else. And you mentioned you start modeling it with the adults, the impact on the students. Well, when we come back from the break, we're going to be speaking with a student council president who is also a driving force behind the culture of care. And oh, by the way, he's a student school board member, which is something kind of unique. It's been around for a while that the state allows students to sit on the school board and participate in those meetings. We're going to be introducing you to him right after the break. You're listening to Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 103.9 LI News Radio, out on that LI News Radio app. And again, Spotlight on Long Island Schools is brought to you by the Nassau Suffolk School Boards Association, serving Long Island School Boards since 1959. And you can check out our Facebook page, Spotlight on Long Island Schools, suggest a program, club, or activity that your school district is involved in. And just like Sachem, your district could be the next one right here in our Spotlight. We'll be right back after this. like to welcome you back to Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 103.9 LI News Radio. And again, catch us with the LI News Radio app. No matter where you go, you can be listening to LI News Radio and more importantly, Spotlight on Long Island Schools so you can find out exactly what's going on in our schools across Long Island. This week in our Spotlight, we're continuing our conversation with the Sachem Central School District and their culture of care. And I was talking off the air with the superintendent about how long the program's been in place. And Dr. Pelletieri, you were mentioning that, well, you know, it's it's kind of gotten an official name, but culture care has been around for a long time with the way you try to treat people, students, staff alike, correct? 
Without a doubt, we model this from top all the way through. And just tonight, uh, I was sending a message to my community. And I and I always start all my messages with good evening, Sachem family. Good morning, Sachem family. I always address this as a family because that is how I feel. And I want us to be a part and recognize that we are a part of one big, giant, happy family. Well, not always happy, but a big, giant family. Well, listen, families can have disagreements at times, too, right? right? And they can have those tough conversations. That's what a true family does anyway. And listen... I always remember, again, having grown up in Sachem, and I still have family in the district. You know, I remember lots of times during tough times during the cuts, GEA, several years back, you know, we are Sachem. That three words meant so much and embodied that family spirit that you're talking about and that culture of caring. So uh, it, it clearly has been around for a while. And before we get to our student doc, you know, some people... They confuse this culture of caring and inclusivity. They tie it into this national debate that we have that becomes very politically divisive. And, and they confuse SEL and DEI with really what you guys are trying to accomplish. Dispel some of the myths as to why this, this work matters. And it's been around a long time. And people try to conflate it with something else that it's not. Yeah, Bob, this is very simple. Right. This is at its very heart, at its core, at its base, that we care about our students. We care about our staff. We care about each other. We're a family. And so I don't need to get caught up in anything else. As I said, this has been around for a long time. Maybe we dubbed it or I dubbed it culture of care, but it's it's just a way to bring a name to something that we're doing in this district. And I think have done well for many years uh, to recognize it now and, and, and label it so we can make sure we're modeling it for each other and we're carrying it forward. Great. Well, speaking of caring about students, I am excited to be speaking with the student council president for Sachem High School North. Dylan is a high school senior there. Uh, Dylan, welcome to Spotlight on Long Island Schools. And tell me in your own words what culture of care means for you. Really, to me, the culture of care, it stems from three things. And like with what Dr. A said like before, it starts at the top. It starts with the staff and the teachers. I think the biggest thing I've noticed from our staff is you have people coming back, students, former students coming back year after year to the same teachers. Obviously, you're not going back to your Algebra 2 class as a senior to learn Algebra 2. You already took that class. You're going back because you developed a relationship with this person and they, they, they allowed themselves to or they allowed you to be in their lives in that way. I feel like so many teachers, pretty much every teacher I've ever had in Sachem hasn't just turned away a student. If you open up to this teacher, they're going to be there to listen to you. I've had teachers where I'd say probably ninth grade where it was like a hybrid learning. I wasn't as open with a lot of my teachers. I didn't have so many relationships there. But halfway through the year, I guess something clicked. I guess I just kind of broke through and they were all there right away for me. It wasn't like a, some awkward transition period or anything. They were there for me, and I've really had just so many teachers like that throughout my high school career. And honestly, even back to elementary school, I still am in touch with like my third grade teacher. Like, there's just so many great staff members in the school, and it carries all the way down. And then I think it also goes into since I said it was in the three parts, it goes into the parents. I think this like since parents are so involved when they're younger, with like when the students are younger, I feel like they really they kind of get fed off what the teachers are trying to enforce with the students. And I think that also plays its way back into like at home life. And it also like they get an understanding of what they actually want to do at school. I think the biggest example for this is the touchdown club for the football team. 
they're so connected with so many things in there and they try and make the best possible experience for all of the football players. And that's like one of the bigger parts of the community, I would say. And then I think it comes down to finally the students, the people I've met in what my 12 plus years being a Sachem student, there's just, there's just so much camaraderie and just acceptance for each other. And obviously that's not going to be everybody. There's obviously going to be some, some, there's always groups. (laughs) Exactly. There's always going to be that, but I've really felt like everyone has just been so accepting of each other. And just, there's so many students that just want to do good, just out of the goodness of their heart. And I think that's something that gets just so lost nowadays with all the hustle and bustle and just controversy. I just think people forget about just straight up kindness and just caring about each other. I mean, it really all goes back. to Yeah. Back, back to the basics, right. Of just being kind to one another. And listen, your, your classmates, you guys have lived through no joke about it. A, a seriously traumatic event that impacted the entire world for several years and it hit at a critical time in your development, right? Uh, tender ages when you guys were going through it and you're learning what you went through is something that no, none of us professional educators, none of us that have ever gone through. So we're kind of, you know, seeing how this all plays out. How would you say the culture of caring works? You talked about the different groups, but the impact peer to peer, right? Student to student. And you're so right as far as impact the teachers, they might not even realize something that they did or something they said in the imp- the long-term impact. Uh, full disclosure, I still, a couple years ago, spoke to my sixth grade teacher from Sachem. Her name, Mrs. Mafia, by the way, true, true last name. She was a tough teacher, turned out to be my favorite teacher. And here I am, you know, 56 years old, still talking with my elementary school teacher a few years back. I mean, that's that's the type of connection they say teachers touch eternity with the impact that they have. And it's so true. So talk to us about those connections peer to peer, Dylan. Peer to peer. It's really just I think you don't really start just like from middle school like the people you meet in middle school like you branch out right away and i think this is something big i hate to always make things about COVID, but i mean let's be real that's what things always get tied to back at some point i feel like ever since then everyone has had such a better understanding of not only their own mental health and their own understanding of themselves but also of the people around them i feel like people are so much more so much more there to listen for you nowadays and they're so much more there to try and help you and i think that's just that might also just be a thing that's coming with age. But I also feel like with people younger than me, so it's not even just like a maturity thing. I feel like it's just, we've all been changed by that. Well, there's no doubt you are the student council president because you are a great ambassador for Sage and, and so articulate and you are mature beyond your years. Now talk to us uh, about your experience sitting at the board meetings with the board of education as a student body representative, a student member of that board. Talk to us about that experience. While I might not always have the best understanding of what's actually being talked about, because obviously I'm not in in the back on the actual matters. It's very interesting to see the way that two sides that obviously have very different views can come, not necessarily come together, but it's not the consensus. Exactly. It's not as vulgar and outright as I honestly would have thought it was going to be. And that really does embody what Sachem's all about. I also think it's really, really interesting to hear what the visitors have to say at most of the board meetings, because some people are very passionate about what they have to say. And I love to hear the way that the board responds to them. They could have someone going through like something very emotional, impactful in their lives, and they can 
take it out that way, the way they speak. But the way the board responds to that is just calm and their understanding about it. They have a culture of caring on that board of education for the public that they serve. So it does model at the top, carry all the way down. Dylan, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you. And thank you for being such a great ambassador for the Sachem School District and for kids in general. And listen, you're going to be graduating in a couple of months. Uh, what's next on the horizon? All right. Well, I am going to be going to college after this. I still have to wait on some decisions and some, you know, some financial matters, but it's uh, honestly technicalities, between, those financial matters, right? Uh, nothing, well, nothing major, nothing, <laughs> nothing major. major. Well, listen, I wish you all the best and you are so, be, you know, your awareness and your wisdom is so beyond your years. Congratulations, Dr. Pelletieri. Uh, congratulations, Sachem Culture of Caring, obviously embedded throughout the system as evidenced here. And Dr. A, we want to thank you. And we want to thank all of you for listening to Spotlight on Long Island Schools each and every week. To listen to students like Dylan and hear what's going on in school districts like Sachem so that you get a better understanding of the investments that are being made right here on Long Island. And no surprise why Long Island has some of the best public schools across this country. Thanks for tuning in each and every week. And once again, check out our Facebook page, Spotlight on Long Island Schools. That's where you can suggest a program, club, or activity that is going on in your school district. And just like Dylan. Your students may be the next one right here in our spotlight. In the meantime, be kind, be empathetic, and create a culture of caring in your little neck of the world, and the place will be much better off. Thanks for tuning in. Talk to you next week. The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors.